and we're here to talk about some spooky shit. Talk about some spooky shit. <laughs> Welcome to the Bones and Brunch podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Shelby. Okay, so just for reference, Shelby's so nervous, bless her bones. Ha! (laughs) You're so cheesy. (laughs) I totally just did that on the fly, and that's not like me. I'm not humorous at all. Um, No, I'm so excited to be back with such a good friend of mine. We're doing this podcast just for fun, but we want to have a good time, talk about shit we like, like true crime, paranormal... Anything haunted. Anything we like. We have such a fascination with paranormal, with true crime. And I know that podcasts like that are a dime a dozen, but nobody is like us. Nope, not at all. Nobody has bones with friends. (laughs) I would kind of hope not in reality. (laughs) But if you do, we don't judge. No, because that's the shit we talk about. This morning we went and had brunch at a place called EJ's in White House, Tennessee. Their mimosas were pretty good, so I definitely recommend that. Little hole in the wall. Yeah, it was really cute. Just a little, little brunch place. Just like a little brunch place. Um, but outside of that, we're so excited to record. This is our first recording. Please forgive us. It took us three hours to figure out these microphones. <laughs> but, you know, I digress. We're going to move on from We're that. here. <laughs> we're here. We're clear. We're, we're, we're going to stay here. So we're good to go. Um, but first, we want to talk about some podcasts that we've been listening to. Because the podcast community has really grown so much over the last several years. And both of us listen to podcasts on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. What podcasts have you been listening to lately? Um, so my favorite podcast that I listen to on a daily basis is Morbid. One podcast that I have been listening to a lot recently is Mile Higher Podcast. Um, it's with Josh and Kendall. They're a wife and a husband. And they have differing views all the time. They talk about way more than just true crime or paranormal. They'll talk about any topic that's going on right now but it's not gossip it's really interesting Mm -hmm. and they really inform their listeners and i find their banter to be so entertaining and relatable yes it's so relatable Um, they're just down to earth good people so go listen to them they have some really really detailed interesting episodes so i definitely recommend them of course it's mile higher podcast and they literally have the coolest intro song i promise (laughs) i promise you'll love it you'll love it okay so another podcast that i've been listening to it's called searching paranormal topics and the best way to find them is through their instagram page just type in the searching pod they're a little bit newer it's a husband and wife their names are brian and chelsea and a lot of the stuff that they talk about is really relatable um and they're just the cutest couple you can really relate to their banter you can tell that we're married because we listen to a podcast <laughs> where apparently the co-hosts are all married. Yeah. You just, like, once you're in that life, you just can't leave it, apparently. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shelby recently got married in October. She got married on Halloween. Spooky. And it was literally the best day of my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Glad to make your life. <laughs> it really was, you guys. It was the most amazing wedding. And it wasn't anything, you know... Like, it wasn't a New York black tie wedding. It was it was a gorgeous wedding, but it was all these down-to-earth people. It was just so much fun. And I feel like we really needed that. It was. Because 2020 was so... Shitty. It was so shitty. It sucks. And a lot of people are saying, you know, like, 2020 didn't even happen. Yeah. That was the break that we all needed from 2020, I feel like, was my wedding. And I'm not saying that in, like, a... Conceited the, way. Yeah, in like a conceited way, but it was a breath of fresh air to be able to have a day to forget about COVID yeah. and just focus on family and love. Mm-hmm. And we were all safe. Everybody was good, but mm-hmm. it was just such, it was just, it was a lot of fucking fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about my love life. <laughs> but the reason we bring that up is because, um, of course, I was, I was a bridesmaid, duh. Um, <laughs> No, we went on a bachelorette trip to Savannah, Georgia, which is totally haunted. I'm like very historic, beautiful cobblestone streets. If you've never been, I highly recommend taking a trip there. It's worth it. And don't wear heels because I promise you will break a fucking ankle. (laughs) 
It is not worth it, sis. Keep those flats on and keep it moving. <laughs> uh, today we have co-hosts. We have Bellatrix and Binks, Shelby's cats. She will totally walk on your keyboard. Come on, let's move. <laughs> They are joining us because if they couldn't, they would fuss, wouldn't you? Yeah. But the reason we bring up Savannah is because we went there on a trip, and we definitely had some um, spooky paranormal mm-hmm. moments, I think, with, you know, throughout the entire trip, and we stayed in this beautiful... Historic house. Historic home. It was at easily 200 years old. Yes. It was off, off of Forsyth Park. Forsyth Park. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it was right off this park. And it's just so historic. The house was two stories. Um, original hardwood floor. God, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Even the door handles looked like they were original. If they weren't, if they were replicas, they looked like the real yeah. thing. I mean, everything. It was just so detailed. It was wonderful. But it was a spooky trip. It um, was. And while we were there, we went on a haunted pub tour. So today, we decided to start off this with a big shebang, <laughs> talking about our own personal experiences and a bar that we went to. Yeah, so one of the bars that we went to on the haunted pub tour it was called the 1790 Inn and Restaurant. And if you ever decide to go, it's located in Savannah off of 307 East President Street. It is one of the most historic and haunted buildings in Savannah. There's 14 rooms in the end, as well as, like, a really nice gourmet bar and restaurant. And so from the name of the inn, you would think that it was built in 1709, but it wasn't actually built to the 1820s. It is reported to be named the 1790 Inn because in 1790, Savannah really wasn't a town. It was like a civilization. Mm-hmm. And that was the first year they held a free election of a mayor and city council. So that's why they named it the 1709 and not the 1820s, because the 1820s, like, in that time period was kind of like 2020 for us. It was really fucking shitty. It just wasn't (laughs) it, sis. Like, they're like, this is so, like, you know that saying, like, that's 2000 and late? Like, this is Fergie's, like, that's so 1790. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So during the year 18, so in the 1820s in Savannah was the year of the yellow fever. So that was, like, their covid um yeah what is yellow fever so (laughs) did you turn yellow so no actually if you have yellow fever you're known to like vomit like black vomit like it's just like this black liquid and i think you get it from a mosquito i didn't do too much research on yellow fever oh hell no Uh, i live in the south girl (laughs) i can't be having no yellow fever but it was an epidemic that killed over four thousand people in the 1820s. Oh my god, that's a yeah. lot because there's only like 12 people existing. At I that know, time. yeah, it killed over 4,000 people, I think, on the southeast coast um, between 1807 and 1820. So they wanted to stay away from 1820 in Savannah, like to name anything like that, anything affiliated with that. Um, and also in the 1820s, there was a huge fire that broke out in Savannah that was known as the Great Savannah Fire. That destroyed over two-thirds of the town. Okay, I'm just going to speculate and say it was all them Salem witches. They came down to Georgia. They're pissed. Mm -hmm. The devil went down to Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, y'all pissing me off. Let me fuck up 1824. (laughs) Here's some hellfire. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) So the inn was originally three different structures. Um, The western part of the building was built in between 1821 and 1823 by Steele White. Um, He was a planter who relocated to Savannah from Virginia in hopes of building a boarding house. But sadly, he died in a horseback riding accident, as one does in the 1820s, leaving the building unfinished um, to his wife Anne and their children. Oh, that sucks. Mm -hmm. Did she finish building it? Um, I don't know. I didn't really find anything about it it was hard to find the history of the beginning of the building um the eastern side of the building was built by the powers family in 1888 and i could not find anything on them at all um the ground level of the building was thought to date back before the 1820s but it is assumed that it was destroyed in the great savannah fire Uh, however you can still see parts of the original slate flooring and brick walls of that building well which is pretty cool because we saw the brick whenever we were there yeah it was it was such an interesting, like, pub, because it felt like it was 
the 1800s. They yeah. had a lot of the original, as much as you could think it was original, I don't know. But it seemed to be in pretty good shape mm-hmm. when we walked in there. Yeah, whenever you walked in, you could definitely tell it was a historic part. Um, the bar wrapped around pretty much the whole area. You could walk around the whole bar. Mm-hmm. Um, the stools looked old in it, but I mean, it was well kept. Yeah, and they had, well, in the inside, I remember it was like all brick. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and they don't really do that anymore with buildings. Like they're not, you know, unless it's on purpose where they want to have a particular wall where they're trying to make this, yeah. like, you know, vibe. Mm-hmm. But this particular spot, you could tell it was all, and it, you even, it was, the ceilings were even very low. Yes. They weren't high. They weren't normal. Yes. On the ground floor, the ceilings are very low because the ground floor is that original structure. Yeah. It was really cool. So let's talk about some of the spirits who live in the inn. Um, the first entity is a female ghost named to be either Hattie or Kissy. That's what's reported anyways. She was thought to either be a slave of one of the original families who built the inn in the early 1800s, which was probably from like Steel White, I'm assuming. Probably. Or when the inn served as a boarding house in the late 1800s after slavery had ended, she was the head of the kitchen. So she's reported to have such a very strong presence in the kitchen, probably because she spent most of her time there. It is also rumored that she used to practice voodoo, and that could be why her spirit is so strong still today. Um, But you definitely know she is there. She is not a friendly ghost at all. She is known to bang pots and pans together if she's not happy with someone who's in the kitchen, or she will throw spices and items off the shelves in the kitchen. They'll just go flying, (laughs) which would freak me the fuck out. (laughs) First off, let me just say that is just like a woman. Number two, I hope she does hop their ass. If she was a slave, absolutely. 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 <laughs> Go ahead. Throw them spices their mm-hmm. way. Get that white man. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> the second entity is that of a child named Thaddeus. I could not find anywhere how he died, but I'm going to assume it was of that yellow fever. <laughs> and oh, that's no. maybe why his presence is so strong, because he died at such a young age. He wasn't ready mm-hmm. to go. He's mostly felt on the ground floor of the inn, in the restaurant and bar in particular. Past guests and staff members have said that you can tell Thaddeus is around when you experience a sense of comfort and warmth. Aww. So, he makes you feel happy. He's a sweet spirit. He gives you warm and fuzzy feelings. Was he, was, (laughs) so, wait, was Thaddeus a boy? Yes. Yeah, Thaddeus is a boy name. That's so sad. Yeah. Thaddeus. Yeah, he's known to leave coins, mostly either shiny pennies, around the bar. <laughs> and he's known to play in the hallways at night. You can hear the laughter of him and other children up and down the hallways of the inn. Who the hell was bringing their babies to a bar? It was the 1800s. <laughs> well, they were wild back then. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Didn't kids, like, drink, like, really young? in that time period i don't know let's go ask thaddeus (laughs) i don't want to talk to a ghost you can ask him and let me know how it goes okay i'll let you know i really don't want to talk to this ghost she's the most popular and well-known spirit and that is of anna powell her presence is thought to be so strong because of her tragic death that took place in room 204 of the inn so who is anna (laughs) she's one creepy bitch (laughs) Reader's Digest version says. Uh, Yeah. She's one creepy creepy bitch. There are many legends and stories of her life as to what led up to her tragic death, but the two most well-known stories um, are these, according to folklore. The first story is that Anna was a young woman who was living and working at the inn during the time it was a boarding house, and she just fell madly in love with the sailor, because you know how sailors are. (laughs) I married one. (laughs) I don't know. Tell me more. (laughs) That's a big no. (laughs) Nah, fam. (laughs) So she eventually became pregnant with his child out of wedlock just before he was due to leave for his next voyage. He promised her that he would marry her as soon as he returned, but he either never returned or just straight up ghosted her. (laughs) Stop. Yes, that's me laughing at my own joke. <laughs> Bada bing! Da da da. So Anna's heart was so broken from being abandoned that she threw herself out the window of room 204, killing herself. 
Okay, I did not pay attention when we went on that tour, and I had no idea she threw herself out that window. Really? I totally remember that part. I didn't remember that at all. I was like three drinks in by that point. You guys. And standing on one bar later. This was a pub crawl, okay? So we went to several bars before this one. And this was on a bachelorette trip, so shit got weird. (laughs) She got real weird, and I can't believe we were touring the area and she jumped out the window. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, every night people will walk by and ghost tours and haunted tours and haunted pub crawls and see where she threw herself out the window, where her life ended. Well, yeah, because I remember, I didn't know that was a thing in Savannah, and then I remember when we crossed the street to go to the actual bar... I turned around and there were a ton of tourists, not in tours, but just like not a guided tour, but just tourists there on their own accord. And they were all taking pictures of this window that she jumped out of. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that's because she jumped out the window. I thought they were just. Do you remember what was in the window when we approached it? We'll get to that. Yeah. like. (laughs) So the other story of her death, to me, it's a little bit more tragic, but this legend states that Anna was, a, Anna was a 16-year-old girl who was unhappily married to, like, an older abusive man in an arranged marriage, oh. which at that time was totally normal, but it's just absolutely disgusting to me yeah. to be forced into that kind of situation. Yeah, and they were. They yep. were. Yep. But she fell in love with a sailor who was staying at the inn while he was, like, in between voyages, and when her husband found out, he beat her so bad that he killed her and then threw her body out the window to make it look like it was a suicide. And that's the other story of how she died, which to me is a little bit more tragic because she didn't choose to end her life. It was chosen for her at such a young age. I'm sorry, but if I was in, let's say, what what year was that? 18? What does um, it say? I don't, I couldn't find the exact years, but I think it's thought to be in the early 1800s, okay. mid 1800s. Picture it. 1820. She's painting a picture for you. <laughs> yes. Your entire village is burnt to the ground. Everybody you know is dying of yellow fever. And you're married off to some 70-year-old with a limp dick. <laughs> <laughs> and this 70-year-old's looking at you as a 16-year-old, probably beautiful, young, impressionable woman. And he thinks, yeah, all she's going to want is this limp dick forever. No, she's going to want somebody her age, especially if he's a sailor or a soldier yeah especially back then because if they died they got money Mm -hmm. so like why would you beat her are you just mad because she got that good good (laughs) (laughs) are you mad because you married a 16 year old so you threw her out the window that honestly makes me mad little dick energy (laughs) limp dick energy (laughs) is that a thing (laughs) it is now if you have a limp dick don't talk to us (laughs) I'm going to have to mark not safe for work. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening. (laughs) We both know your mother is. (laughs) Hey. Hey, Lois. (laughs) So if you're staying in room 204, obviously Anna is reported to absolutely hate couples and women, which shocks me at how many journal entries I read on this website of people going there for their honeymoon. Like, that's just disrespectful to Anna. Oh, my God. That is weird. Mm-hmm. Why would you go there on your honeymoon? I mean, I got married on Halloween. I would go stay somewhere haunted for my honeymoon. Yeah, but I don't know that I would stay somewhere. Like, stick me in an old asylum, and I would love, I would love to venture that. I won't go to a real haunted house. Like, I'm not going to pay thirty five ninety nine for somebody to be like, booga, 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 like, <laughs> around the corner. Like, I wanted, like, real poor You want that authentic... Yeah, like, I want to be, like, pissing in my pants, running out Zach Bagan style, <laughs> with a camera on my shoulder, scared to death, but getting some, you know, good EVP recordings. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I just don't know that that speaks romantic to me. Stick me somewhere else. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do the room next door, but to go into that room where it was, like, a lover's quarrel. Yeah, let's stay in this room where this woman <laughs> tragically died. That's perfect honeymoon vibes. <laughs> Well, I'm so in love. I can't wait to make out <laughs> to this woman's death. <laughs> now that should be on Morbid. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey. 
<laughs> so guests who stay in room 204 have reported on multiple occasions that their jewelry and other belongings have been either moved from one place to another or straight up stolen. Mm. Um, their bed sheets and blankets have been pulled off of them while they are sleeping, which is absolutely terrifying to me. Yeah, that's like the I could no-no. not imagine that. <laughs> that is the one no-no. Oh, and they will hear a faint crying in the corner of their room, which, <laughs> no thanks. Like, I don't just, like, okay. Could you just hear, like, a woman crying and then your sheet's slowly <laughs> being pulled off of you? Yeah, nothing gets me off faster on my honeymoon than hearing a weeping woman <laughs> and she's taking the covers <laughs> off my legs. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, some reports will be of an extremely strong perfume smell that will just overwhelm the room out of nowhere. Mm. And the paranormal activity is so strong in room 204 that if you're brave enough to decide to stay in that room, you must sign a waiver that states you understand you will absolutely not get a refund if any spooky shit happens. No way. Yep, you have to sign a waiver to stay in room 204. Um, oh. That's pretty reasonable. Yeah. I wouldn't stay there. <laughs> I wouldn't stay in room 204 for this reason alone. It's because they provide a Ouija board for you. They keep a Ouija board in the room in case you want to try to contact Anna. It's just there at all times. Stop. Yep. Yep. That's amazing. It's amazing. I would rent the room out just to do the Ouija board and then dip. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Be like, here's $200. All right, yeah, I'm done. Let me just expose this for the next guest. Let me I'll, unleash all these demons. <laughs> let me unleash these demons for the next people. They'll get the better. They'll get the better bargain. Yeah, but the Ouija board to me isn't the creepiest part about room 204. The creepiest part is that they have a doll-like mannequin placed in the window for all the tours that come by to see anna oh my god do you remember that yes i remember like walking up to it from a distance and i'm like what the fuck is that like i know everybody saw it (laughs) well i thought it was a person and then you were like no it's real like like not that it's a real person but you were like this is where crime occurred and correct I had no idea i Mm -hmm. thought it was like decoration Mm -hmm. but this person looks like like this i mean this mannequin looks like a real person. Yes, it is life-size. We'll post a picture of her on our Instagram. But she just looks super creepy and sad once you approach the building. It's just creepy. I don't know. And and they keep the doll in there while you stay in that room, like while you sleep in that room. She's there 24-7. Okay, see, I forgot about the mannequin. So now it's even worse. I'm definitely not staying the night in that. I'll do the Ouija board. What if you do the Ouija board? And the mannequin's head turns around and oh, no, stares fuck at that. you. Fuck that. Like, if you're like, Anna, are you with me? And she's like, you rang. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like Adam's family style. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Wait, and what is, is the mannequin naked? No, she's like, like wearing this white nightgown looking like dress. Stop. Yeah. They put her in a nighty. Yeah, she's wearing a nighty. A moo-moo. A moo-moo. <laughs> Are we sure it's not Rue McClanahan from Golden Girls? Blanche, are you still with us? Maybe. (laughs) No, but she's wearing like this early 1900s style like nightgown, white nightgown. I mean, that's fitting, but that's also, I think the mannequin thing is weird. Yeah. But people visit it. They do. And I just think it's creepy that it has to stay in there while you stay. But I guess a lot of people get a kick out of it because they'll, like, fuck with the mannequin while tours are going by. Oh. They'll, like, move the mannequin and they'll, like, pop out of the window and just, like, freak shit out, which I'm sure the hotel loves. That's publicity for them. Oh, my God. I can't imagine walking on a sidewalk and that mean, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> booga, booga, booga. Just can you imagine walking? Okay, let me just say this. We went on a weekend and it was it was beautiful. It was high time for Savannah and nobody was on this street and it was only like 10 o'clock. So the street itself is kind of dead because mm-hmm. the bar is not in the main strip in Savannah. You kind of got to walk a ways. But I can't imagine being on this quiet, beautiful street and all of a sudden this mannequin's halfway hanging out of a window. That would freak me out. It would, yeah. In a nighty. <laughs> like obviously that's not normal like who's walking around in a 90 in 2021 <laughs> unless you go to walmart but we're I not going to talk about that <laughs> no i mean it, savannah savannah is a historic 
town. So they do try to keep the feel of everything historic. But yeah, they did her dirty. They did Anna dirty. No wonder she's still there. They won't let it go. No, they won't let her leave. Guys, how is she going to move on? I mean, it's been 100 years. And she still hasn't moved on. So I don't think she's going anywhere. I think she's here to stay. (laughs) She's real mad. She's part of the 1790 and she is here to stay. She is. So... Moving on, another fun fact about Room 204 that it's so popular, it's known to attract attention of celebrities. So in 2009, Miley Cyrus actually stayed there with her mom whenever she was filming the movie The Last Song. Stop. God, I love that movie. I love that movie too. It makes me cry. It makes me want to hug my dad. I know, me too. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. <laughs> You're not. You really can't hug your dad. <laughs> you can cut all this out. <laughs> if you think I'm cutting this out, I'm not. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. But anyways, I also love Miley Cyrus. And if you don't like yeah. Miley Cyrus, fuck you. Seriously. She's amazing. <laughs> Who cares? So when Miley and her mom were staying there, they like left to go do like some touristy shit. And then whenever she came back to her room, she tweeted a picture of her boots, like when she was in like her cowgirl phase, it was like her little cowgirl boots. Yeah. And she said, look what Anna did. My boots were put on top of my suitcase and left with a handprint. And then in the picture she posted, it was like a boot and it looked like an oil handprint right on like the toe area of the boots. It was pretty creepy looking. That is so weird. I totally believe it. Yeah. Especially, you know, because she had Trish with her. So, mm-hmm. like, she's going to keep her in line. Yep. And that was, like, party in the USA, Miley. So, you know, she wasn't, like, yep. fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was, like, there. <laughs> she was sober. That was sober, Miley. <laughs> we like all forms of Miley, though. It's mm-hmm. okay. All of her different stages. Yes. I feel like all of us are Miley at some point. Or Taylor Swift. Definitely Swifties. Yep. I love Taylor Swift, too. Me, too. Let's just make this a podcast of who we love. We love Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift, spooky shit, <laughs> our dog named Salem, <laughs> our cats named Binks and Bellatrix. <laughs> we love Sabrina. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Outlander. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I keep telling my husband to call me Sassanac, and he's just not doing it. Can we do an episode on Outlander? Um, Maybe. Yeah, I think we should and do about an, Scotland. We should do an episode of Outlander and yeah. the Honeypot. <laughs> Say <Sassy>. it. <laughs> you guys don't make fun of my Scottish accent because it's not really a Scottish accent. We're too southern for that. <laughs> but I'll be like, Sassanac, your Honeypot. <laughs> if you've seen Outlander, you get it. We're just gonna leave it at that. Moving on. Okay, so whether you believe in ghost legends or not, um, you're able to actually read journal entries from the guest on the website of the 1790 Inn and literally just Google 1790 Inn. And on Google, their website will be the first thing that pops up and you can read all these different journal entries and the experiences of people who've stayed there. And room 204 isn't the only haunted room. Really? There people have had very, people have had experiences in other rooms besides 204. That's really cool. I did not know that it was overall a haunted inn. Yes. So this journal entry didn't specify what room it was they were staying in. If they did, I didn't write it down. Um, But this one, in quote, says, I didn't witness anything spooky, but my husband heard children playing in the hall at 3 a.m. this morning. But the hallway was empty when he opened the door. And that was at 3 a.m. That's the witching hour. Oh, that is the witching hour. I know. When I wake up to, like, pee in the night, I'm like... I don't think I'm going to get up. And my house is definitely not haunted. But, like, I'm no, still yeah. scared. Like, what if Bloody Mary meets me in the bathroom? I'm, it's over. Nope. I'll Mm-mm. never go back. Mm-mm. And I need my bathroom. Bathroom stuff freaks me out. Like, I remember being little and watching It for the first time. And, like, any time I heard, like, the drains, like, gurgling or something in the middle of the night. Because I grew up in an old house. That shit would freak me out. I thought It was straight up coming out the drain to get me. Pennywise is such a good villain because he's so terrible. Well, yeah, I mean... he eats children. Yeah, and he's not even a clown, isn't he? Like a... He's like an alien entity. Yeah. Which, um, I never read the books. Please don't kill me. I love Stephen King. But I I never... I, I never read the It books. I haven't either. But I will say... The remakes, the reboots of the It mm-hmm. movies with Bill Skarsgård, 
have been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. They are just so wonderful and they're not rushed. No, the script is so well written. It really is. And they did such a good job um, revamping it for a new generation Mm -hmm. because they needed to. And Mm -hmm. it's such a good story. It is. But when I was younger, what freaked me out when I was in the bathroom was the movie The Grudge. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, I haven't watched it since I was a child. Well, I So I remember bits and pieces about it. Well, kind of the same, because I haven't watched it in years, but it's set in Japan, or it's it's somewhere in Asia. I think mm-hmm. it's Japan. Please tell me if I'm wrong. Um, but it's set somewhere in Asia, and it's this mystery entity that's going on. Anyways, this lady goes over there, and she investigates it. She ends up being haunted by this grudge entity, and it follows her literally everywhere. And there's this scene where she's in the shower, and she's washing her hair. And the grudge Okay, hand yep, I remember that comes. now. Ugh, the, yes. That gives me like, ooh, it makes my hair stand up on the back of my neck. The heebie-jeebies? Yeah, those. <laughs> ooh. Yeah, you guys, that's what I feel like. So so when I was younger, I would like freak out and wash my hair. I'm like, is the grudge hand going to emerge from my head? And I'm like, it's a movie, Carly. It's not real. It's okay. But like, then you have Anna over here moving Miley Cyrus's boots and you don't know what's real. Yeah. The, the paranormal world is still so unexplored. I feel like we have so, like, we can come so much further in the future of investigating it. And you like all those oh, investigative yeah. shows. I do. I've watched all that crap. And it is crap. Some of it's great. But it is, you know, a lot of, it's like. It's, it's entertainment at the end of the day. It's reality TV. It is what it is. And I know the edits and cuts exist. But aren't shows so much more fun when you get invested in mm-hmm. them? besides you know outside of critiquing what or what may not have happened yeah um but they are so much fun i love ghost hunters ghost adventures all mm-hmm. that stuff. <laughs> it's my guilty pleasure but because they're real places they're going to like there's always that what if oh yeah i have to go there and experience this for myself i don't know if it's just humans wanting to attach themselves to the great beyond and hope mm-hmm. that there's something later or if it's actual fact yeah but people for centuries all over the world have experienced paranormal. Mm-hmm. And I just can't understand why someone across the world might have the same mentality or experiences that I've had with paranormal mm-hmm. and it not be true. Exactly. It just doesn't, it doesn't leave any room for skepticism. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. So it's all in what you know. It is. So you want to hear another story? Yeah. Of what happened? So... This was actually a room, this is a review from TripAdvisory, and this mother and daughter stayed in room 207, and she left a rather lengthy review, so I'm going to try to get through it, reading it, Um, so here we go. While reading in bed, I asked my daughter, do you feel that? She said, yes, I do, and I have. Something is wrong. Something is shaking the bed underneath me. I said, I know, me too, and it's moving. It felt like a mouse in the mattress, but it was going all over us and under us. Oh, no. Mm-mm. It could have not been one mouse, because it was the mattress thumping up and down everywhere. We stayed on the bed for a couple minutes, making sure we weren't crazy, and it continued. We got off the bed and were totally freaked out. I asked her if we should go sleep in the car. My daughter is a trooper, and we were tired, so she said, no, let's just go to sleep. We read and took Advil PM. The thumping from the mattress continued until we slept. I woke up. It was still thumping underneath me. We chose to ignore the phenomenon because I was su- because I suppose we got what we asked for staying in what was known a haunted bed and breakfast. I honestly felt like I was in the Exorcist movie, and I don't think I ever need to sleep anywhere I know there is paranormal activity ever again. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't read the journal in the room prior to what what others have document- documented in this phenomenon until this morning. Right before we left the room and wanted to document our experience, however, theirs was not as extensive as ours after reading it. The bed didn't just, like, shake a little. The mattress thumped up against us for hours while we were awake. And I'll stop there because the rest is just, like, reviewing about their stay and how the office staff was, which is reported they were great. But at the end it says, it was an experience that we will never forget, although I wish I could. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, she's salty. But that's, I mean, out of all the places you can stay, you choose that place. Mm -hmm. You're going to have an experience. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know what you're going into whenever you stay at the 1790 Inn. It is a known haunted hotel. I'm just like, honey, common sense would tell you if people have to sign a waiver, even if it's just for one room, Mm -hmm. 
Do you think a ghost is going to be in one room? Mm-hmm. No. No. They're going to roam around and do what they want. Yep. They're going to get you in the lobby. It's like um, American Horror Story. Whenever it's like taking place at the Cecil Hotel, the spirits can just inhabit anywhere in the hotel on the property. Yeah, as long as it's on the property. We're just going to say that that's fact. Yep. Because we're experts. Yeah. American <laughs> Horror Story writers, y'all are experts. We're going to go by your ghost rules. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, or yes. Yes. Yes, girl. <laughs> you can cut that out. I can feel your cat judging me. She judges everybody. She's so sweet. She is named after Bellatrix Lestrange. Harry so, Potter fans, you know. So, this review was left by Ghost Killer 420 <laughs> I'm just kidding. Was it? I don't remember that one. Um, I, I believe this is a man. <laughs> Just kidding. We're going to scratch that. <laughs> they could be a lesbian, I guess. <laughs> we all have a little lesbian in us. We're woke. Sorry. Okay. Um, this review stated, we knew we were going to have an event filled night here in 204. As I checked in at front desk around 415, my wife made a dash to the ladies room where she had to say massive shit. <laughs> My wife made a dash to the ladies' room where she heard the bathroom door open and close twice on its own. She also heard a woman's voice say, he is mine. Okay, look, Anna. Was he really that cute? I don't know. While in 204 from 10 to 4 a.m., we had... This is all type funny. I know. I hate how the way some of these people type their reviews. It's really hard to understand. It really is. We heard multiple voice recordings on our recording. On our recorder. The sheets we tugged on twice in the night, and most exceptional was a flashing bright light on the bed, which lasted 10 minutes. We could not see with the naked eye, but caught on our infrared camera. So these guys were obviously... Into the paranormal. Looking for some activity. They saw many orbs throughout the night. When we first started our investigation around 10 p.m., we were using our cell phones as cameras. When my wife's cell phone started acting crazy... We then asked Anna if she was doing this, and the EVP said, haven't started yet. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Damn, she's roasting them. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, like, giving them a hard time. She knows they're amateurs. <laughs> if you wrote this review, I'm sorry, we're roasting you, too. <laughs> also, learn how to write your reviews, <laughs> There's words in here I'm making up to make your sentence coherent. <laughs> As we were leaving, we noticed one of the four toothpicks we laid on the dresser was moved. Originally placed parallel to each other, but we found them askew after breakfast at 9 a.m. So that was in May 2017. It sounded like, okay, so they got a couple of EVPs. Um, One said, he is mine. And the other said, haven't started yet. (laughs) I feel like those are pretty clear EVPs. I think it sounds like a bad acid trip. It really does. Honestly, what are you on? Moving on. (laughs) Sir, that's not real. Wait, did you just read the top one? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a mother... A nut, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this is another mother-daughter duo who stayed in room 204. And this was in May of 2019. They stayed for two nights. And they said, The bathroom light would flicker when my daughter would go in there, but not when I went in. The first night, the bed shook enough to wake me up. The second night, the bed shook only slightly. There was a knock on the fireplace mantle. The chest to the right of the bed... And a knock on the headboard. Nuh-uh. Now, if you're knocking in the middle of the night, I'm straight up out. What's that movie where they knock? You know what I'm talking about? The, is it The Conjuring? Where they knock to play <gasps> hide and seek? Yes, but there was... Oh, another... no, it's the clapping. They, they go, and then that's... Yes, but also there was a knocking in, I think, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, where it was three knocks at, like, 3.30 a.m. every morning mm. or something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. The witching hour. But, yeah. We talked to Anne from the time we entered the room until we left. We never saw her or heard her voice. We only experienced the knocking. Mm-mm. That's not that's not bad. No, not compared to the bed shaking all night, feeling like a mouse is crawling under you. I would definitely rather have a ghost knocking around me yeah. versus touching the sheets on my bed because that's some boogeyman shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, my blankets are my safe space. And if yeah. you're fucking with my blankets, like, you're fucking with my safe space. And I just want to say, this is Disney Channel's fault because 
Our generation grew up on weird movies like Don't Look, Don't under, look the under the Bed. No, God, that movie gave me the worst nightmares of my entire life to this day. Like, a whole universe is under your bed, and it's like scary. What, what do they call them? I don't remember. Their imaginary friend? Yeah. It was like it was like an imaginary friend that these kids had. And then when they got too old to like believe in Santa or an imaginary friend, then the imaginary friend would turn into a boogeyman and they would grow their nails real long. And their teeth. And their teeth became sharp and yellow and nasty. And gross. And then they would just like attack anybody. You guys know what I'm talking about. I swear to God. Yeah, if you're a 90s kid, you definitely know this movie. Yeah, and so from then on out, every kid in America was tucking their damn feet in their blankets. Mm -hmm. And here we are at 25 and 29 still doing it. 26, 25. Don't age me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Brady. Come say hi to the viewers. Hi, everybody. That's our spokesman. You'll see him at the end of today's podcast. (laughs) Telling you to like and subscribe. Yep. (laughs) Best spokesman ever. (laughs) Okay, so we have one more review. And Carly's going to read it for you. (laughs) Ooh, this one's pretty lengthy, guys. Okay, look. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back after this Shelby's husband whiz. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) this is gonna be so funny when you're editing it (laughs) okay so this is our last review of this place and i swear you guys have got to look this up it's called the 1790 n miley cyrus went there so obviously it's worth something yes definitely work definitely worth a google search especially for that mannequin yes oh yeah and there's so many more reviews than what we're just reading that are creepy these are just these were just some of my favorite that i picked yeah, absolutely. So this last review we're going to highlight um, from TripAdvisor. They said, we stayed in room 102 on our first night here. The room is amazing. Fireplace, four-post bed, and feels like you stepped back in time. There are no windows in this room, so it stays very dark at night and in the morning. Okay, that bothers me. Mm-hmm. I could not stay in a room with no windows. Mm-mm. Nope. That would feel really claustrophobic. It would, but whenever it's an old building like that, you have to think how it was designed. Back in the days, it was a boarding house. I mean, absolutely. I bet it's cheaper to stay in that room. It probably That's is. That's where we would stay. Because <laughs> we're always balling on a budget. <laughs> no, we just like to spend more money on booze. We're not alcoholics, I promise. <laughs> and she's worse than me. Stop. <laughs> okay. There are no windows in this room, so it stays very dark at night and in the morning. We didn't have any paranormal things happen during our stay in this room, but it is lovely. For our second night, we decided to move up to the haunted room, 204. While we didn't expect anything to happen, we thought it would be fun to say we stayed in the haunted room. While we definitely experienced some unexplainable things. Nothing happened at first, but as the night went on, we were absolutely graced with Anna's presence. Anna is the ghost. (laughs) She hid our keys, pulled a vitamin out of a pocket, and placed it on the fireplace, unzipped my purse a couple times. It was crazy. Every time we would go back to our room from our trips to the restaurant or out in the town, we would feel her presence as we got closer to the room. Every hair on both of us was standing straight up and we had chills from head to toe. Neither of us were big believers, but now we are. Each room has a journal in which guests can write their experiences. It was cool to read throughout and hear other people's experiences. We will definitely stay in that room every time we visit Savannah. So that just goes to show you that some people are for it and some people are not. Mm -hmm. But I think if we went back to Savannah, we would have to like... Yeah. Just one night. Yeah, not in room 204 though. I can't sleep in the same room as a mannequin. Yes, you can. Just turn the other way. Okay. (laughs) I'll never (laughs) convince her to do it. So I'm all about the creepy and paranormal, but I don't know if I could stay in that room just for that doll alone. Yeah, I don't know what it is about mannequins and their strange presence. Yeah. Like, there was that one movie. The Mannequin? 
what <laughs> isn't there a movie called the mannequin is there yeah i think it's like an 80s movie isn't it gross what I mean, movie, okay go what movie were you talking about i was thinking of you guys is it the hills have eyes where they have the triangle man and it's kind of like i've never heard of them well i've heard of it but i've never seen it hang on now the hills have eyes I so think, i think it's hills have eyes. but yeah there is a movie, a 1987 movie called Mannequin, and it's a rom-com, but I've never seen it. There's Silent Hill. Silent Hill! That's what I'm thinking okay, of. Okay, I love Silent Hill. What are we talking about? Mannequins! Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, so you guys know when you're watching Silent Hill, and the mom is in this, like, other dimension, essentially, mm-hmm. which we find out later. She's not in our dimension Spoil anymore. Spoil alert. Spoil alert! It was made 20 years ago. Sorry. Um... <laughs> Literally 2006. What? Yeah. We're that old? Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, speak I remember for when that movie just came out. I'm going to be young forever thanks to my eye cream, but <laughs> moisturize, 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 ladies. <laughs> this is brought to you by, insert eye cream name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but in Silent Hill, and I don't know if it's the first one or the second one, it might be the second one. But the mother is going through all these obstacles to get to her daughter, you know, in the town. And then the darkness comes. Mm -hmm. And she ends up in this building where there's all these nurse mannequins. Do you remember? Was that the school building? It might have been the school building. I think that's the first one. I vaguely remember what you're talking about. But there's like... Everything is abandoned. Yes. So it's... It like looks like kind of like the asylum-esque style movies. Like she's walking through an abandoned yeah the whole asylum. town yeah but the whole town is abandoned yeah because in reality it's it was like it was burnt to the ground or something like that yes because there's it's based falling. off of a real town oh is it really in um, north america yes okay i did not know that but there that's that's when i think of like creepy mannequins the first thought is that scene with the mannequin nurses and then they come alive when they hear a sound Mm -hmm. and she has to weave through these oh yes creepy mannequin nurses no that's not for me Mm -mm. but i would stay in a hotel room but i would probably have to like take the mannequin and like put it in the closet or something yeah can you move it will they let you move it Apparently other people can move it a halfway out the window. So in one of those review pictures, I saw a picture of the mannequin's face and it actually looked like someone had vandalized it. And like, it's just like plastic. Like it, it looks like it's actually styrofoam and they like picked it, like its face essentially out. Okay. Now you guys are struggling. Get a new damn mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how mad I would be if I was a ghost and I'd be like, Do y'all really think I look like that bitch? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mad. And I thought she was in a wedding dress. It makes so much sense. You know what? Maybe it was a wedding dress. It could have been. Which I didn't think about until you brought it up. But it does look like a nightgown. I bet it does. Like looking at pictures that people have posted in their reviews, it does look like a nightgown. But now that you said that, maybe they were trying to do a wedding dress. They just did it really cheap. I don't know. Something's wrong with them. 1790, we're we're coming for you. Mm -hmm. We want to come back. We want to go back to Savannah. But all kinds of things happened. Um, so I was one of the first arrivers at the house that we rented in Savannah and it was pitch black when we arrived and it's this enormous Victorian style Victorian house. And what they did was they split it in half. So we rented the entire place, but they split the building physically in half. And so there was two really, really old front doors. It almost makes you wonder if it was a boarding-esque type house because it had two kitchens. It had two living areas. One was upstairs. One was downstairs. I 100% believe that it was a boarding house. It had to have been. And it's right off that park. Like, that park has been there for over 100 years. Yeah. And when we tried to go somewhere, we tried to go to brunch, which was like, <laughs> we love brunch. Um, <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously, we love brunch. <laughs> and we forgot to say at the beginning, we've had wine and mimosas. You just got to do it right, ladies. Come on. It's, it's our girls' time. We're hanging out with the cats. It's just us and the felines. Yeah, sorry for a little rusty for our first episode. <laughs> it's a learning curve. Um, but there was one point we were leaving to go to brunch, and 
I had several girls in my car, and all of our phones' GPS just stopped working at mm-hmm. one time. Yeah, I was with you when that happened. And it was, like, the freakiest thing ever, because none of us have the same, like, company. No, no. I know you have... I have Verizon, but I know you have something different. Uh, AT&T. AT&T. And we were also with girls from all different states. Uh, yeah, all different states. And with all of our phones being from different states with different providers... Um, we were trying to GPS where to get to. They all just shut down all at the same time. And we ended up on the other side of Savannah on the interstate mm-hmm. when the brunch place was like almost walking distance. It was walking distance, but we weren't locals, so don't judge us. Sorry, Savannah locals. Your town is absolutely beautiful. We will be back. Hope you like tourists. <laughs> I'm coming back, but I'm not going back in the summer. Y'all, that Georgia heat, this peach was done, baby. She was, I was like peach preserves in a can i was melted so we'll mention this carly's from tennessee and i'm from florida and you wouldn't think that the heat is that much of a difference but the humidity levels are on a different plane and they are unmatched yes they are unmatched in georgia like the georgia the moss on the trees the spanish moss which i didn't know so many people were all about seeing that spanish moss i didn't know people traveled to Georgia and Florida just to see that Spanish moss because I'm from Florida. I grew up with it in my backyard. So the first time I actually saw Spanish moss, which I think is incredibly gorgeous, is so picturesque, was actually in North Carolina. Hmm. The further east, east. you go towards the coast, the more of it the is more you see it. Mm-hmm. But until you get to that point where you're near Wilmington, which is actually like a huge film school and film capital, and it's it's really close to South Carolina, which mm-hmm. makes sense for the moss. But the further you go, the more you see. But most of North Carolina is actually pine trees. But I never seen moss until I went to North Carolina, which is crazy because these northerners, I know Tennessee isn't. A northern state it's definitely part of the south um they go to see the spanish moss and me growing up in it my parents tell me not to play under it because you'll get ticks how accurate that is i don't know <laughs> but my i remember just being little and like playing in the trees and picking up the moss off the ground and my parents saying no get out of that like you're gonna get ticks you're gonna get bugs oh my gosh i had no idea i mean it makes sense it's natural right mm-hmm. it's nature bugs exist all right guys well this has been fun is our first little podcast. It has been. And more is to come. We've got so many episodes lined up. We've already got our dates to record. So many spooky topics. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are planning on doing a YouTube channel um, because Carly, <laughs> me, I always have my camera strapped to my person. So we would really like to be able to share with you guys more on the YouTube platform along with doing a regularly a regular podcast but also we just wanted to be able to share the pictures and the videos carly is extremely talented whenever it comes to anything film related radio related (laughs) well thank you (laughs) but um it's just gonna add so much more color to our podcast and we are so happy for you guys turning in i know we've got some new viewers Mm -hmm. new listeners from florida shout out to you guys y'all are awesome Yes, if you stuck with us to the end of this first podcast, thanks. I know it's a little rusty. We will improve. Mostly, I will improve. (laughs) No, stop. (laughs) You guys are the real MVPs. Make sure you like. Please rate our episodes. Please comment on our Instagram. Yes, follow follow us us on Instagram. At Bones and Brunch, you will find us. Again, I'm Carly. I'm Shelby. See you guys later. Bye.